This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Betting. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. It's now time for the Bob Melvin Show here on A's Cast Live and A's Cast, brought to you by nestbetting.com. That's nestbetting.com. Love where you sleep. Don't forget, use the coupon code Oakland, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. So if you need a mattress, you need bedding, you go to nestbedding.com. We head to the Pacific Northwest. Skip, how you doing to start the season? I'm doing all right. You know, we had a little better early series and, you know, against the Angels and kind of hit a hit a bad stretch here the last three games, but you know, that's what baseball's all about. Come with with the focus of winning today and and getting on a roll. What does it feel like these games from a standpoint of what it normally feels like in 162 games to now you just have 53 games left? Correct. And, and, and everybody's aware of that. So, you know, you don't, you don't want to press if you haven't gotten off to a great start offensively. We do have a bunch of guys with some track records. We do have different ways to beat you in the interim, although we haven't played very well the last three games. But I think more than anything, it's the uncomfortableness of, of just what's all that's going on. I mean, we're, you know, you come out, there's no fans, not that you can't create your own excitement, but fans are such a big part of it. So you have to get used to that. Then you have to get used to all the protocol, which nobody's been perfect about. And when your mind, you know, you're, you're doing things on autopilot for so many years, you just, you know, and then all of a sudden you have to think about these things. There's just a lot going on right now. So. Uh, not any different for any of the other teams. You know, everybody has has to deal with it as well, but it's still kind of uncomfortable. Um, and hopefully the farther we get along, the more comfortable we get with it. You know, we haven't had this conversation yet, but I, I've been asking people this question that this may be the toughest championship to ever be won in baseball history because everything that's going on. You have a pandemic. Uh, you're traveling around the country. Uh, you're going to be in a playoff scenario with 16 teams. We've never done that before. So, you know, at first people said, should this have an asterisk? And I'm an asterisk. You know how hard it's going to be to win this World Series with everything going on? True. And that's, yeah, with all the health things. And and obviously, you know, COVID's going to play a, a role in it, as you're seeing right now. It is. It's it's unlike anything we've we've seen before. And on top of all that, it's a shorter schedule and a longer postseason. So yes, you are you're exactly right about that. Do you feel safe? Yeah, you know our guys are really diligent. Um, I mean, there, there's a chance you can be diligent and still not uh, be perfect. So 
in that respect, I, you know, we, we started at home and, and felt really comfortable there. We had our spring, our camp 2.0 there. We had our first six games there. You know, we, we felt good. Once you get on on the road, it's a little bit of a different feeling. And, you know, going into another city and reading about some of the, some of the things that have gone on uh, with teams that have been on the road. So there's a heightened awareness uh, that something could happen more so on the road, you know, when, when you, when you start out at home, like we did. So, yeah, I, I feel, I feel safe, but you just never know when something can pop up. Yeah. I mean, you can be unlucky and I wish the media would really report uh, what's going on, you know, cause, cause they've tried to make it seem like, Oh my God, COVID's rampant in baseball. And the reality is some of the Miami Marlins went out partying and now Jerry Harrison Jr., friend of the program who works around the Dodgers, he's saying some of the Cardinal guys went to a casino. So the teams that are doing it right are not having COVID outbreaks. And the team and, and these two teams that haven't that have broken protocol. I mean, until we I I'm not sure if we totally know everything, but I wish we'd realize that most people in baseball are doing things the right way. They are. And you, you're seeing so many teams with with no positives at all. Um, you know, and, and we're, we're one of those teams, you know, once, once the season started, we got Lizardo back. So we're, we're, we're very aware. We talk about it a lot. Uh, we talk about it in the clubhouse. It, there's constant chatter about that, which creates the awareness. And, and I, you know, since we've been here, I haven't gone anywhere with the ballpark. So, um, I think that's the way to, to probably do it, especially on the road. Uh, if you are going to be as safe as you possibly can. You know, the reality is with Chris Davis, as as he struggled last year, we were expecting a fresh start. He gets out to a slow start here, hasn't gotten a hit yet. How do you get your slugger back on track? That's probably the, the most difficult decision right now is, you know, guys with track records, you want to give a little more leeway to, and, and nobody has a better track record than him. You know, part of what happened last year and, and you know, being injured and then trying to, make some mechanical adjustments and then, you know, make an adjustment after adjustment. When you're that good and you struggle, it's a lot harder than somebody that is not that good and struggles. So it weighs on you harder. He wants to be there for his team. He wants to be that guy that, you know, can carry a team. And and to this point, it, it's been a struggle for him and he's been pressing some. So, you know, we'll, we'll get him some lefty matchups here to start. Hopefully all it takes is one or two good games to get him back and, jog that memory about how good he is. Uh, but that's a tough one because, you know, if this was a 162 game season, he'd probably be getting a little bit more rope right now. Yeah. I think about the four losses, you're just two for 25 with runners in scoring position. So to, in all fairness, it's just not Chris. I mean, a lot of no guys doubt. started out slow. Correct. And he's not the Lone Ranger as far as that goes. Um, so yes, we, we you know we will try some different things, a little different combinations today. We still have what we feel like is a really deep lineup, um, and one that we feel like is one of the better in American leagues. I look up yesterday when I was looking at our stats, we were 14th across the board out of 15 teams in offense, and that kind of shocked me a little bit. But again, you know it was it was six games worth. Last night we weren't great again, but uh, I think everybody here still still feels like we're going to come out of this. And when we do, we can, we'll come out of it uh, big time. Yeah. I think you see stamina issues around the league with starting pitchers. And I think Sean and I is a great example of that where he's just hell on wheels for the 
first three innings in that fourth inning, it's just not the same. Do they? Do you chalk it up to the, the the short summer camp, and a lot of these guys weren't weren't able to uh, extend those innings like they normally do at the end of spring training? I do, and it's you know it falls off in a hurry, and that's something we have to be cognizant of. And and you know I pulled the plug pretty quickly on them yesterday, um, based on that because you know we're watching velos, we're watching swings early in the game. That's the best stuff we've had. Um, and then it, then it dropped off pretty quickly. So uh, that's probably going to happen with a number of starters that haven't had pitch counts up that high. Um, and that's why you have, you know, a, a deep built bullpen and, and a lot of guys in the bullpen at this point. So uh, some guys will be a little ahead of others. You know, we hope uh, next time around Frankie Montas, who pitched really good, gave us five innings, can go six or seven and, and take some of the pressure off the bullpen. But that, that's something that, we're, that all teams are having to deal with right now. You know, I can tell you right now with the post-game show, I'm starting to get the sense that everybody thinks that Jesus Lazardo is Sandy Koufax and he's going to lead everybody to the promised land. And, you know, I've really been looking at him. I mean, obviously his stuff is just phenomenal, but from his minor league days to where he's now, he really hasn't pitched all that much in his career, especially when you get Tommy John that early. So what is your game plan? Do you, do you like, what do you think you can get out of him as a starter is, is it going to be you can let him go, or do you think it's maybe three, four innings? No, I think next time out we could potentially look at, you know, upwards of 75, 80 pitches. He did get into the 60s the last time out, and his stuff did not fall off. The velo was still there the same uh, as it was uh, earlier in the game. So, you know, like I said, I think 75 pitches somewhere around there, depending on how he goes about it. If he's economical, that could potentially get him five-plus. Um, so that's the way we look at it with him. But but he's one guy that, that you know, after about the 40-pitch mark, uh, the stuff has not fallen off and the velo remains the same. You know, for you, I think it's got to be tough. Like in the beginning when you thought, oh, we got expanded rosters. But, but with expanded rosters means more players, and it's hard to get people playing time. What's that juggling act like for you? Yeah, that's hard, especially on the position player. And you know with the pitching staff that guys are going to get innings. And everybody has. It's the position players, and especially with a team that, you know, for a couple of years now has established themselves. We don't hit as much as pinch hit as much as we did in the past when these guys were coming up. So we have, you know, upwards of six or seven spots where we don't pinch hit, and and that's even before you get to Sean Murphy, who's got the ability to hit the ball at the ballpark, who we pinch hit for a couple times, whether it's leading off an inning or something like that. So. Um, you know, it's just a little bit different now. And, and the, you know, the guys that have suffered the most have been Seth Brown and, and Franklin Barreto to this point because uh, Pinder got off to a, a really good camp and, and uh, you know, had some impactful at-bats early games. So those are the two guys that are the hardest to get in there. You know, we talked about in spring training about getting out to a hot start. I mean, obviously we didn't know uh, we were going to have a shortened season with the pandemic when we were talking about that, but – after losing three in a row, you're three and four. But really the good news is, looking forward, the Astros are just four and three. Seattle's four and four. It's like in this 60-game schedule, Bob, it's going to be really tough for anybody to run away with it. So it seems like you guys are going to be probably grouped together for a while here. Yeah, it does. And that's, that, that is a, a silver lining and that, you know, you feel like, you know, after three and one, we've lost three in a row and it feels – uh, feels awful, but again, you look at some of the other teams in the standings, and no one's really running away with anything. You know, Tampa's lost three in a row, I think, and 
I think uh, maybe the Yankees have only had one loss. They're, you know, even if one team gets up and runs away from everybody else and gets off to an incredible start, it really doesn't affect, uh, you know, a lot of the other teams. So uh, th- that is something that I looked at today and, and kind of took a deep breath on. Just w- when you're looking around these ballparks and you're seeing these cutouts and they're piping in the crowd noise, and it's just, just what is it like for you? Uh, you they're doing the best they can to try to create some kind of an atmosphere, but it's, it's, it's not really an atmosphere. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's like anything else. They're, they're just trying to fill up what would be complete silence. And I applaud, you know, all the teams kind of doing a little bit differently and some have more cutouts than others. Some have louder noises. I think everything along the way will, you know, you, you'll try to, to, be more and more creative and and so forth. But the fact of the matter is that fans are such a big part of this game. Certainly our fan base is so important to us at home. It's just not there. And that's a dynamic everybody has to get used to. Well, good luck the rest of the weekend in the Pacific Northwest. And I uh, can't wait to have you guys back home. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. So hopefully we can finish it up strong here in Seattle. It's the Bob Melvin Show here on A's Cast Live and A's Cast presented by nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. Now back to A's Cast powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.